Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar, and uh, today's guest is a repeat guest. I can't remember exactly when he was on, but I was looking forward to this because every time I talk to Jaguar's offensive tackle, right tackle, Jawan Taylor, it is a good interview, very insightful, uh, and again, Jawan, looking forward to this, and I appreciate you joining the Ozone Podcast. Thank you for having me, man. And uh, we've talked over the years um, in different situations. Tell me about this year's situation with the Jaguars, Doug Peterson. It feels to outsiders like this thing's different. As somebody who's seen a lot around here, how different is it right now? Oh, it's much different, man. Uh, ever since he's taken the job, it's just been, you know, tremendous. Everybody's been buying in, and uh, I feel like the new system we're running on both sides of the ball, even on special teams, has been great. And uh, everybody's just been gelling together well. Uh, the guys we brought in through the free agency, through the draft, uh, it's, it's just been amazing. The guys they brought in here, even the coaches, a lot. Of, it's a great coaching staff as well. A lot of guys who've won in this league and. Uh, who have a lot of wins under their belt. So, uh, and, you know, coached a lot of great players. Mm-hmm. So just having all those guys in here, a lot of experience, a lot of great players also just helps a lot. Tell me about the first conversation you had with him because it was, you know, I'm not going to ask you for details on last year, but it, mm-hmm. it was tough around here last year. Right. And he made such a point of changing the culture. Was it just a calm conversation or – how did he sort of start changing that, if you will? Oh, it was pretty calm, but, you know, he always brings that energy every day. And okay. uh, we've seen the fire in his eye, and, uh, you know, we've seen the passion and, and the vision he had for this place. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like just by seeing the guys he brought in here, the guys we work with every day, um, you know, I feel like it's just been a good change. And, uh, you know, everybody's just been buying in every day, and I feel like it's just been working for us. And uh, we're just trying to get better every day, every week. You have been a uh, storyline this season mm-hmm. uh, with everybody making a big deal at out of how well you're playing. So I have, right. I have a couple of topics. Um, is it that big of a difference? Were you unfairly criticized before? You know what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. Sometimes offensive right. line, people, uh, they see it, they think they know. Right. Uh, how much better are you playing? Do you feel like it's that big of a difference? I mean, you know, playing in this profession, you know, you're under a microscope 24-7. Sure. So, uh, you know, I have criticism some days. I, I don't. You know, I feel like I'm playing better, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I'm not where I want to be at yet, but I'm just trying to get better every week. Um, I feel like I took a step back last week. I just had a bad game. But I'm right. um, definitely just trying to keep improving and getting better. I've asked you this before, but I'll ask you another way. Uh, do you ever think, as an offensive lineman, boy, if I played another position mm-hmm. and had this game, right. because you guys are the one job where you can play well for 75 plays, mm-hmm. give up two, Right. And uh, people think you had a horrible game. Right. You do that on defense, miss two tackles. Maybe somebody doesn't notice. Right. Do you ever fantasize about, boy, it'd be great to play another spot? Uh, I mean, <laughs> just maybe not another spot, but, you know, it just that's just part of the game, sure. man. You know, playing this position, you got to know that, you know, like you said, one bad play can change from having a great game to having a bad right. game. So, um, you know, the position we play, you got to block guys while going backwards, guys who are faster, guys who can be more athletic than mm-hmm. you. So, uh, you know, you just got to be able to be in the right position at the right time. And, you know, some days you may have one bad play, but, you know, you just got to brush it off and keep moving. Um, it's a game of just you got to play one step, one play at a time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you got to have short memory in this game. So, 
Um, you know, just trying to just get better every week, man. It's not that I want to play another position or I think about other positions, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it would be nice to have that that sure. you know how the defense has it. You know, they can get one sack a game and lose every other rep and still be great and still be a Hall of Famer or still be All Pro. But that's just the how that's just how the game is. Yeah, I talked to defensive linemen before who told me I had a terrible game, mm-hmm. and they get one sack and a sack fumble, and not people yeah. call him a hero. Yeah, but it's just. It's just the nature of the deal. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. Um, tell me about playing next to Sheriff. It's amazing. Uh, he's, a, he's a great guy, great veteran. Um, you know, he's he's been all pro multiple times, uh, pro bowler multiple times. And uh, having him in the, in the room, just in the O-line room in general, has been amazing. You know, uh, he's just a great leader as well. And uh, he, he's just a great guy overall. We love having him there. And playing next to him is amazing. Um, you know, we, we've definitely got a lot of – we've gelled a lot since he's been mm-hmm. here. And just taking those reps next to him in, you know, OTAs and camp, I've just been learning stuff from him. And he's been teaching me a lot of stuff, and I feel like we've been gelling together well. Gotcha. I think a lot of people don't know much about Rousher yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for people to get to know an offensive line coach, but mm-hmm. you guys get to know him. Um, what is it about him? It, it seems like you guys have responded to him. Right. There seems to be something different about the O-line. Is that Phil, the chemistry, or mm-hmm. how does that all play into each other? Oh, he plays a major role. Uh, coach Phil has been doing a phenomenal job. He's a great guy overall and a great coach. He has a lot of experience in this league as well. And, um, you know, he's he's just been a great guy overall just for the whole group and as a unit. And he keeps us together. Um, and, you know, just overall great coach. We've learned a lot from him. And uh, we love having him in the old line room as well. A great, a great guy. Personality-wise, mm-hmm. from talking to you over the years, you seem to not get too high or low. Right. Pretty low-key guy. Does that fit with offensive line? I mean, uh, do you feel like uh, some people would have more trouble playing that and, and dealing with the ups and downs of it if they didn't have your approach? Um, that makes sense? Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, but you got guys. I feel like this is a position you can be a, a little low-key off the field and as well on the field. I mm-hmm. feel like the only time we really get noticed is if you get beat sure. or if you make a really big play. So, uh, like you said, you just got to keep your poise, and that's what I typically try to do um, 24-7. I'm just very poised, whether I, you know, I'm on the road, off the road, get beat, you know, or I play yeah, make, not a whole lot seems play. to bother you. Yeah, you is just got yeah, you, you really it. are, or are you just putting for you. You no, know nah, I mean? that's that that's yeah, that's just usually how I am. Gotcha. You know, I'm just very laid back and uh, poised. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, I just want to get my job done at a high level. Now, um, along those lines, you start for three years, and you go into training camp this year. And all of a sudden, you got a competition. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some guys that would be bothered by that. Oh, you're disrespecting me. Right. It seemed like you just took a completely different approach. Of says what it is. I'm going to go earn it. All right. Um, did you think about that a lot? Was that motivating, or how did you approach that? Uh, motivating, but I just embraced it. You know, at the end of the day, we've been here with the Jags, and we've got new coaches a couple of years, and uh, that's part of, you know, the business. You know, you got to compete for a job. Even if you're not being told you're competing, you st- at the end of the day, you're still competing. True. So, uh, even if they're you not know, telling right, you, they're still watching. Yeah, so. they're still watching. They're still, you know, evaluating what you're doing. So, uh, I feel like that just helped, you know, gave me an extra push in the training camp. And uh, like you said, i just been embracing it. You know, I didn't get too high, get too low about it. I didn't get, you know, upset about it at the end of the day. You know, they're just trying to find the best guys mm-hmm. out there to go help the team win. So, uh, I just feel like I was a guy to get the job done. So, I just had to go out and prove it. Now, Training camp starts, and then all of a sudden you're out for a week. Mm-hmm. That had to be, you know, how do you deal with that? And how, what was that week like in terms of 
you know, it's competition here, and you're not getting right. a chance to compete. Um, you know, it was it a just dis- breaks the game. Yeah, right? it was a little discouraging uh, having an injury early on in the uh, training camp, but you know, I just did everything I could to get back. And uh, you know, I was in treatment three times a day, just trying to get right. back out there because I know the preseason is a, you know the most critical part of a competition because that's how they get to right. see go out and do live reps against other body types and stuff. So. Um, you know, I just really just took it as I need to just get back out there and uh, get back on the field and get healthy as fast as possible so I can keep competing. Now, you mentioned it in uh, when you were talking uh, after a game, I think it was last week, and you said it uh, very low-key, but it, obviously it's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. You said your father passed in January, yep. and that's been something that's motivated you. Um, how close were you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't ask how difficult it was because it's right. incredibly difficult, but right. how much of a factor – is that in your life right now? Oh, it's a big factor, man. Me and my dad were extremely close. Uh, this guy I talk to every single day. Okay. Um, he sent me motivational texts before every game. And really, he's the reason why I play the game. So, uh, you know, he played football as well when he was alive. And, um, you know, it's it's just been hard for the mm-hmm. whole family. He was just, you know, the backbone. And he was sure. the, the guy that kept everybody together. So, uh, him and my mother were married for 27 years. So, um, you know, it was a major, major loss for my whole family. Um, so, it's just motivation just to keep going because that's mm-hmm. what he would want me to do. He wouldn't want me to, you know, go down and play bad or, right. you know, he would just want me to stay motivated and to keep going and play even better. So that's just my motivation just for this season just to keep going and uh, play, you know, in his honor. Did you consciously, I say dedicate the season, but mm-hmm. something like that in terms of saying this one's for you, is that too strong or is that? Oh, no, that's not too strong. Okay. That's really what I'm trying to do, uh, just dedicate it to my dad. Now the other – uh, issue everybody's talking about with you is it's a quote contract year mm-hmm. on your mind at all how do you approach that it seems like you're a guy who sort of puts that aside once the season yeah. gets going um yes yeah, put to the side just uh i'm taking it one game at a time mm-hmm. that's my mindset and uh just trying to help the team win at the end of the day um it's all about winning it's not about me or a contract coming up or not right. um, i'm more of a team guy and, um, you know, I've been here long enough to know, like, you know, what's been going on beforehand. You know, I feel like now we got the right people in place, the new coaches, and a lot of great players. It's time to win. And, right. uh, you know, I feel like we owe that to the city. We owe that to this franchise is, you know, get wins. And it's been waited. People have been waiting for a long mm-hmm. time for that. So that's my whole mindset right now is just to win as much as possible. Overall, it seems like you are in the best place of your career coming in. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, I haven't – I haven't talked to you every year because of COVID. I didn't get to know you the last right. couple of years. But just from listening to you, am I reading that right? Do you feel overall like it was set up for you to have your best year? I feel like it, yeah, for sure. Um, like I said, we got great coaches in line. We got a lot of great players in line. I got you know great players playing next to me. And uh, I feel like you know we just got every, every piece of the puzzle we need. And I feel like this year is just different from what we had before. And I feel like we just have everything we need. It's like no excuse at this point. you know. And I just feel like we can go out and – you know, we can dominate when we want to, and I feel like we just have to do that every week. The last thing we do, and you've done this before with me, uh, the Ozone 5. The Ozone 5. Five. 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 Five quick questions. Have as much fun with you as we can. Mm-hmm. Right now, what's your last binge watch? Uh, I've been watching that new Dahmer show on uh, Netflix. Ooh, it's a really good show. You're di- I know everybody's been watching it. That's probably why you're playing so well. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but that's a good show, man. I don't okay. know if you watched it yet. It's really good. It's really good. What's your best binge watch of all time? Are you a TV mm. guy, first of all? Is that your... I'm not a huge TV guy. I'm more of a YouTube guy. I like to watch a lot of fishing okay. videos, like 24-7. If I'm, oh, that's you right. Know, yeah. If I'm, yeah, anything that's not football, I'm mostly fishing. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Uh, last song you heard on the way in this morning. 
Um, I didn't listen to music this morning. Uh, I was on the phone this morning. Okay, but, yeah. uh If it was a last uh, your go-to music, song right now, go to uh, we could say uh, "Detox" by Lil Baby. That's his newest song. Okay, yeah. Now, uh, one thing we didn't talk about a whole lot. Uh, I'll break away from Ozone Five. Um, are you still drumming quite a bit? Is that still a big part of what you yes, do? Yes, actually, it's crazy. After my father passed, we started going to uh, the House of God location here in Jacksonville. Okay. So I started back playing again um, okay. with them because my mom would come up every every uh, weekend and we would go to the Jacksonville location here. And they didn't have a drummer at the time, so uh, I would okay. go play. Yeah. So you're still doing that? I mean, harder to do during the season. Yeah, not during the season, but okay. all season I was doing. I was back drumming a lot okay. more than usual. Yeah. Now, did you? I forget. I asked this before. But did your dad get you into drumming, or was that your mom? Or really, it was just. I feel like my grandmother more than anything, because growing up, my grandmother was a pastor, and then you know later in life, my dad he became a minister himself. Okay. He was an assistant pastor of the church that I grew up in back home. So once he passed, we, uh, you know, our organization is branched out over the whole right. U.S. So we have a location here in Jacksonville. So when he passed, my mom would come up every weekend to be with me and my brother, and okay. we would go to church here. Now, yeah. for listeners that don't know. You've been drumming since you were six, yeah. Yeah, six so years old. and yeah. it's not just a hobby. You're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you. So, yeah. Well, I mean, some guys come in here and say they can do things, right? And you go watch, and they're not. Yeah, okay. Right, but right. you're pretty accomplished. Um, your best football memory? Um, I probably say my last college game. That was a really good memory of mine. Okay. Yeah, we played uh, Michigan in the Peach Bowl. That's right. And uh, in Atlanta, and it was good. We we won that game pretty big, and just I remember the confetti falling down and us and stuff. That was a major accomplishment. Who's your go-to drummer? The guy that you hear oh, and you're just blown of, away. Oh man, uh, we could start with Sticks Taylor. He's uh, the drummer for Justin Bieber. Okay, he's a really good drummer. If you go on YouTube, you can check him out. Tony Royster Jr. is another one. Eric Moore is another one. Uh, Calvin Rogers is another one. Okay. There's a lot of good drummers out there, man. Yeah, the problem with Sticks is you got to listen to Justin Bieber, right? Right, you know. But he, but Sticks, he actually got a lot of videos too, like okay. just out there without uh, drumming with Bieber, because you know when Bieber was on tour, he was you know playing a lot more videos okay. on YouTube like that. But he has a lot of his own videos too at this point, so he's, he's a good drummer. It's hard to walk into the locker room and tell guys you listen to Justin Bieber, right? Yeah, it's, it's tough. <laughs> but uh, I like more of the drummer. But Bieber, you know, he's a really good artist too, though. Bieber's a good you. artist. Yeah, I got you. Sure, and I. Uh, the biggest thing your father taught you? Um, just to stay humble and, uh, you know, keep pushing. You know, I, mainly just, you know, um, you know, just take it one day at a time, especially with my career that I mm-hmm. do. Just just keep getting better. He always wanted me to just keep finishing and keep fighting. And uh, that's always uh, what I try to do every day. Juwan, every time you've done this, uh, you've been very gracious with your time, and I've been willing to open up and talk about things. I can't thank you enough for that. I can't thank you for joining us this week. Thank you very much, Juwan. Yes, sir. Thank you.